0: That you can do it in a way that is right for you and feel inspired, organized, calm and in control. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the Withflow podcast. Now, you know that we love all things cycle syncing around here. So today I thought I would share five things that I have stopped doing in my business since I started to embrace a more cyclical way of running my business. And this is something that I've been pondering on for a little while. I thought it was a really good time to come and share some of these insights and the things that I have learned with you. So let's just jump straight into it, shall we? So the first thing that I've stopped doing since I started to embrace cycle syncing in my business is to stop beating myself up and that feeling of being frustrated with myself because I felt tired, because I was low in energy, because I wasn't feeling as motivated as I was maybe the week before. You know, those thoughts that pop in, why can't I just blah, blah, blah. Or, I know I should, but I just can't right now. What I used to do was try and push through all of the time. Even when things felt hard, I felt like I had to just keep going no matter what. When I started to learn more about my cycle, the four phases of my cycle, I started to realize that those times that things felt a little bit hard and that I was pushing was really just a signal that I needed to slow down, to take a step back. To remember that I don't have to be going and being on all of the time. That it was okay to slow down. And a big part of what has really changed for me in embracing cycle thinking is changing the narrative in my head. Changing the way that I talk to myself internally. I've stopped beating myself up and I can now have that conversation with myself. Because we all talk to ourselves, right? When I feel those thoughts popping up, I remind myself that I am a cyclical creature and that it will come back. The energy, the motivation, the enthusiasm, it will come back. But I don't have to keep going right now. And that has been such a big change for me to just be a little nicer to myself, a little kinder to myself, be more compassionate to myself. And I know that a lot of you will probably relate to that as well because we can be our own harshest critics and learning to let go of some of those voices in my head not all of them but some of them has been a really great change for me so that's number 1 i've stopped beating myself up when i feel frustrated because i'm feeling that lower energy that lack of motivation the second one which continues on from that is that i've stopped pushing and hustling and working hard all month long. Now, don't get me wrong, I still work hard. Being anti-hustle is not about sitting around on the couch watching Netflix all day or sipping cocktails by the pool with my laptop on my lap. It's not about that at all. I still work hard. I just don't work hard all month long. I don't push through Like I said just before, when I'm feeling like I need to slow down and stop, when I need the rest, when my brain just cannot keep going. I work hard when I have the physical and the mental energy and capacity to do so. And when I don't, I stop and I take a rest. If I feel like I need a break, even if it's for 10 minutes to go and sit outside in the sunshine, I stop and I take a break. If things feel hard and I can't work out why something isn't working or why it's not going right and I feel like I have to push through, I remind myself to stop because we all know that the answers to problems come to us, right? When we go and do something else, we go for a walk, we're in the shower, three o'clock in the morning, but that's when the answers come to us. So I've learned to slow down and to walk away. And in those lower energy phases of my cycle, I have embraced being a little more lazy, to have shorter work days, to take naps, to take things at a bit of a slower pace. It doesn't mean that I'm not working, I absolutely am, but the way that I work, the way that I structure my work, and what I work on has changed so that I can use those four phases of my cycle to my advantage. So, as I said, it's not that I don't work hard. I just don't work hard and hustle my little tushy off all month long. Now the third thing that I've stopped doing since I started to embrace cycle syncing in my business is saying yes to everyone and everything. Reforming people pleaser right here. My mantra now, and I'm really, really trying hard to embrace this in every area of my life, is it's not a full-bodied if yes then it's a no. And learning to trust that and let go of the things that sometimes my ego mind would really like to do, even though intuitively I know it's not the right thing, is a challenge and a lesson all in itself. But what I've started to really learn these last few years, and you hear me talk about this all of the time, is that you don't need to follow the crowd. You don't need to do what everyone else is doing or what everyone else says that you should do. You're allowed to do things your own way. You're allowed to do the things that feel right for you and let yourself really embrace the things that you love and that feel fun and feel easy and let go of the things and the strategies and all of those things that feel hard or misaligned. In the early days of my business, I used to run myself ragged, taking on all of the clients, all of the projects. I would create packages and services and offers because someone said, oh, you should do this or you should do that. And I did it to please everyone else without checking in on what I wanted to create, the business that I wanted to have, the services that I wanted to offer. And I've talked about this in previous podcasts about really going back and working out what it was that I did want to create and allowing myself to follow that thread rather than doing all of the things because a mentor or a friend or someone on the internet said I should do this or I should do that. I'm getting a lot better now at setting boundaries, still definitely a work in progress, but I'm getting a lot better at it. Things like taking time off calls when I'm in my late luteal phase, those last few days of my cycle, because I know I get a bit tired and I definitely get a bit cranky and everything feels a bit much and I get really easily frustrated. So I take it really slow on those days because I want to give myself and my business and my clients the best version of me and I know in those few days I am not the best version of myself so I allow myself to rest in those last few days of my cycle. Number four, I've stopped doing the things that just don't feel good for me and my business. I'm really learning to and practicing trusting my intuition, listening to it rather than everyone else on the internet. And of course, using my cycle as well. I use the menstrual phase to get really clear on those big picture goals and what it is that I want to create. I use the luteal phase and some of the frustration and things that can come up in that time to review what is working, what isn't. Listening to the things that are frustrating me or just feel hard or I really just want to throw a tantrum because I just don't want to do them. And then I use the next phases of my cycle to make changes accordingly. I've stopped following all of the rules that say you have to do X, Y, Z in order to have a successful business. And I started to listen and to trust what feels right for me. Now, I'm not saying that I do this perfectly because I certainly don't. It's definitely still a work in progress for me. But using my cycle and those four phases has been really critical in helping me take the time in those slower phases, those lower energy phases to Listen to what's coming through, listen to my intuition, and to take the time to look at what's working and what isn't, and what it is that I want to create. And rather than listening to everyone else, I'm channeling what it is that I want to create into my business. I'm listening to myself, I'm trusting myself. And then the last one, number five, is I've stopped holding on to things that no longer feel aligned. Now, one of my favorite people on Instagram, Andrea Crowder, has a saying that says, I reserve the right to change my mind about anything at any time, whether that's in your business or in your life. And I've really started to embrace this and realize that, yes, sometimes when you let go of offers or services or doing things, there can be that feeling that you are letting other people down. But you have to trust what feels good and feels right for you. Again, it's coming back to that people pleasing thing, right? Like we don't have to do everything for everyone else. And we're allowed to try things and experiment and they might work for a period of time. And then a year down the track, you decide, actually, I don't want to do Instagram reels or webinars or whatever it might be. I don't want to do those things anymore. I want to change how I'm doing things. I want to change how I'm showing up in my business. I want to change the strategies that I'm using. I want to change where I'm showing up and how I'm showing up. You are allowed to change your mind at any point in time. And this has been a big one for me of letting go of things that no longer feel right. Again, I've spoken about this on previous podcasts about how about 18 months ago now, I walked away from using Facebook as part of my business. I don't have a Facebook business page. I used to be very active in a lot of Facebook groups, and that's where I found a lot of my current. There's besties and and connections and clients but I just got really over Facebook and coming back to if it's not a full-bodied yes it's a no every time I would open the Facebook app I would just feel all of my energy contract and slump and it was a big thing for me to just slowly walk away from Facebook I barely even log into Facebook these days I might maybe once every two weeks just to check on what's going on with my Extended family and friends, but that's about it. And it is so freeing and it feels so good. You know what? That might change. A year down the track, I might turn around and go, well, you know what? I want to go back on Facebook and I reserve the right to change my mind about that if I want to. So, those are the five things that I have stopped doing since I started embracing cycle syncing in my business. The first one was beating myself up and feeling frustrated when I was low in energy and motivation. The second one was pushing, hustling and trying to work hard all month long. The third one was saying yes to everyone and everything, even when it wasn't right for me. The fourth one was doing things that just don't feel good or right for me. And the last one was holding on to things in my business that no longer feel aligned. And you can see that thread that's weaving through all of those, right? When you start to understand yourself, it's not just about what's going on in your physical body, but it also allows you to tap into your energy and tap into intuition and embrace both the feminine and the masculine aspects of you and your business and how you want to show up in this world and what it is that you want to create. and. It's so much bigger than knowing when to work hard and when to rest more and when to do more creative tasks and when to do more of the masculine, structured, playing with the tech planning strategy type stuff. It's so much bigger than that because it's really allowed me to tap into my intuition on a whole other level and really start to learn what feels good and what feels right for me and how I want to show up in my business. And allow myself to then take that into my next cycle to start implementing that and making those changes. So, cycle thinking, while it can seem like it's just about, as I said, the more physical aspects of when to work hard and when to rest, there is so much more to that. It goes so much deeper than that. And every single cycle, I learn something more. And as time goes on and I start to embrace this more and more deeply, I start to see bigger shifts happening. I start to get a different perspective on things and it is something that I never ever would have got to if I hadn't embraced cycle thinking as part of how I run my business and a core part of my business strategy. So uh, that is it. As I said, I've been reflecting on this for a while now and I really wanted to jump in and share this with you and you know, creating this podcast was really something that came out of the, the cycle syncing and listening to where the energy and the excitement is and listening to my intuition. And I love to record episodes like this where I'm really, rather than, I guess, teaching about cycle syncing or launching or strategy or anything like that, that I'm really just using this like a verbal journal. I'm sharing my own experience which is actually part of my human design, but that's a whole other whole other episode. But yeah, I really enjoy these episodes where I can sit down and I can share with you and I can reflect on what's been working for me, what I have been learning. And I hope that it gives you some food for thought. It gives you something that you can start pondering or journaling on or questioning or asking yourself. And you can start to have some of these lessons and epiphanies and things for yourself as well so i hope that you enjoyed this episode as always you know i love to hear from you guys on instagram send me a dm let me know what you found most useful about this episode or better yet take a screenshot tag me and share it to your stories i love to hear from you guys so that's all for this week i will catch you in next week's episode Are you ready to learn more about aligning your cycle and your business? My mini course, Cycle Aligned Business, teaches you how to understand what's going on in your body and use that vital information to plan and run your business with more ease and flow. Use the coupon code PODCAST, all uppercase, for $10 off. You'll find the link in the show notes for this episode or go to businesswithflow.com forward slash aligned.